This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Whenever you think to yourself, you know, America is slipping and man, the country's going downhill. Remember this. Today begins a new day. Taco Bell has now offered a subscription rate for $10 a month for customers to get at least a taco a day for 30 straight days. (laughs) Yes, with their subscription, you can get a soft taco, a crunchy taco, or the Doritos Locos taco. I mean, there's a list of the different tacos available. Now you got to sign up for the app and then you sign up for the taco lovers pass and you're part of the members reward program, but that's a good deal. 10 bucks a month for a taco a day. Even if you were to get just 20, not one every day, (laughs) that's worth 10 bucks a month. So don't doubt the greatness of America because it still exists. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, for sure you could sign up for the Taco Bell app for their new monthly subscription rate, which I am, I really am a fan of. A taco, taco lover's pass. I, 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 I think that's a really good idea. They're not, they're not a sponsor. I just think it's a pretty good idea. Now we also got news this week that KFC is going to launch beyond meat fried chicken. Wait, what? Yes. Plant-based fried chicken from beyond meat. Now uh, that's, that starts later this week or later next, I think the first of next week, actually. Uh, so, okay, that's, I guess let's give it a shot. Now the deal that beyond meat made is with yum. Okay. The yum brands now yum brands also is, has Taco Bell under their umbrella and pizza hut. So the plant based menu items has got to be part of that deal as well right? I mean, it's a good deal for Beyond Meat. I mean, we're getting, we have the impossible foods working with Burger King, right? And so, I mean, we're going to get plant-based meat. I don't know that it's actually meat, but we're going to get plant-based meat, you know, everywhere. So that's good, right? Uh, Eat healthier, right? I don't know that we're going to get plant-based ham yet. I was, (laughs) there was a story I've had in the fat pile, you know, since the holidays and it made me laugh because, you know, everybody is looking for, you know, I need a job. I need a job. Well, they did a story about this ham company in Spain and they were talking about how overworked their ham sniffers are. And I thought, Ooh, now that's a job. I don't know that I want. Now they have six, this particular company, uh, at, uh, Cinco Jotas. It's the 142 year old ham company in Spain. 
they have six full-time ham sniffers. <laughs> now, they're doing about 800 loins a day. So, I don't know. That's a, a 800 loins you're sniffing a day. Six full-time sniffers. I don't know if they have any part-timers. I don't know if they have any people following them around, learning, you know, doing ham sniffing apprenticeships or internships. I mean, do you want to be a ham sniffer for free as an intern? Oh, you have to pay interns now. This is Spain. I don't know that that's true. It's possible, but you're not making as much as the full-time ham sniffer. So (laughs) you got to learn though, right? I mean, you got to be able to evaluate the loins and you got to know what's Right. I mean, they talked about how the ham sniffer uh, punctures four specific areas. You know, the hock, uh, the hip bone, and the joint, and the hip of the femur. And they probe, They re- and then they repair the puncture. And they and, and you got to sniff it. I mean, I, I don't know that I want to be a ham sniffer. What are you turning to be today? I'm interning uh, to be a ham sniffer. Okay. Thank you. You can go ahead and write your own jokes. Speaking of jokes, that really isn't a joke. I mean, there's a guy in London that has taken it upon himself to put his uh, ad up on a billboard and advertises for a date or a wife, actually. I guess he's looking for a wife, not, uh, not a date. His billboard says, save me from an arranged marriage. Find MalikAWife.com. So I'm not sure that there's an actual arranged marriage around. I think that's just his way of being funny. <laughs> but he has been using billboards uh, around uh, Birmingham, uh, United Kingdom, the city of Birmingham, uh, to, you know, hook himself up with a little, you know, potential business. Uh, and then you go to the website, find Malik, Malik, uh, M-A-L-I-K, uh, Malik, a wife.com. And when you log on to his website, first up is a little video of Malik, uh, telling you a little bit about himself. Hi, I'm Malik. You might've seen my face on a billboard somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I'm 29. Hello. I live in Levita, London. I am an entrepreneur. I'm a foodie. And I'm religious. I am looking for someone who is working on her deen. I'm open to any ethnicity, but come from a loud Punjabi family, so the banter has to be 100. If you're interested, fill out the form or check out my details. And then he snaps his fingers and points at the points at the camera, which is cute. Uh, he thinks a lot of himself. There's no doubt about that. i mean okay you know good luck no problem he's a foodie uh religious looking for someone who's working on her din which is apparently the islamic way of life that defines uh muslims social and personal code and he wants to be you know have the banter be a hundred. He wants the bants to be good. Now I know for those of you, you know, I'm not that know this already. I'm not talking to you. I'm just talking to those of us that are, you know, dumb. Okay. Uh, we want to know what is a bant. (laughs) And so it's playfully teasing or mocking 
It's just, uh, you know, it's stuff that just be making fun of each other. So if you can't be made fun of from Malik, then you can't be his wife. Now, maybe, uh, you know, maybe you take care of a little Malik business, uh, might change his tune a little bit, but he comes from a big, loud family and you heard it himself. He's got to, you got to be able to take the bants. So, okay. No problem. He's just said he hasn't found the right girl yet. It's tough out there. Yeah, man, it's tough. There's only so many apps to swipe left and right on that you can find. Oh, well, he's interested in personality and faith over anything else. So don't be thinking this is just a way to swipe right and hook up, okay? It just isn't. And he wanted to make it very clear as well that he's not against arranged marriages. (laughs) No way. Uh, arranged marriages have a place and a tradition in many Islamic cultures, but I just want to try and find someone on my own first. Isn't that special? Yeah, because everyone in the modern world wants arranged marriages. (laughs) So good luck. Well, good luck. And I hope that you know, people are logging on to findmalikawife.com and hooking you up with a little pre-wife business. So when did we decide to stop upholding free speech as a basic right? You don't need to answer that. I mean, what's playing out right now at big tech companies and social media sites sets a dangerous precedent. So it doesn't matter what your politics are, or who you voted for, everyone should have the right to express themselves freely. Sadly, the big tech monopoly has instead opted for silencing tactics and censorship. To fight back against big tech's control of the internet, yes, I use ExpressVPN. Ever wondered how free-to-access tech giants make all their money? Well, by tracking your searches, your video history, everything you click on. They build a profile on you, and then they sell off your sensitive data. So when you use ExpressVPN app on your computer or phone, you anonymize much of your online presence by hiding your IP address. That, my friends, makes your activity more difficult to trace and sell to advertisers. What's more, ExpressVPN encrypts 100% of your network data to protect you from eavesdroppers and cyber criminals. What I like most is how easy it is to use. It just takes one click to protect all your devices. That's why ExpressVPN is rated number one by Business Insider. It's even rated number one uh, right here on Chewing the Fat. doesn't say that in the commercial copy, but it is true. So I I tell you one thing I do love about it is just the uh, security that it gives me when I log on and I know that ExpressVPN is up and running, I'm like, okay, I'm not giving any of my searches to big tech. I love that. So let's stop allowing big tech to revoke our rights to free speech. Why not revoke their right to your data instead? Secure your internet with the VPN I trust for online protection. Visit expressvpn.com slash Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y. That's express.com slash Jeffy. E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash Jeffy. You're going to get three extra months free 
when you use the exclusive link expressvpn.com slash jeffy so go there right now and learn more expressvpn.com slash jeffy all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately oh so bad (sighs) okay so it is official now the grammys have been postponed when are they going to air we don't know ah we're just gonna postpone it yeah i know supposed to you know we're moving full speed ahead and we don't know what we're gonna do it was gonna be a crypto.com but uh, we, we might move it to the hollywood bowl we just don't know let's just postpone it and you know what we don't know what we're gonna do with it but we'll let you know so don't worry about it i'm sure everyone is clamoring for it and sundance has scrapped their in-person program for full virtual festival due to Omicron. So that's, you know, wow, sad news there, right? It's going to happen the 20th of this month, January 2022 through the 30th. But it was always the plan B. What are you talking about? I mean, (laughs) it's an unpredictable pandemic. I mean, sure, it's the second year in a row and we wanted to get people together, but so what? So, you know, Park City, Utah is just going to close up, I guess. <laughs> uh, that'd be, that'd be bummed. I mean, these cities really count on this. It's a big money. And we talked about the golden globes yesterday. Uh, we talked about how no one is going to be there, right? There's no red carpet. No one is going to be there. It's not even going to be televised. I mean, you're not even going to be able to see that it's a ghost town because it is a ghost town. First time in 25 years. Now, it really doesn't have anything to do with the pandemic, although, you know, they try to tie it in a little bit. It's just that they're still pissed at the Golden Globes. I'd forgotten about their racial insensitivity, about black actors and black reporters. So... They, uh, they claim that right now, none of their members are black. They've been highly criticized and the golden globes has said, well, we're going to address it. And you know, we're, we, we are addressing it. Yeah. And even NBC was like, yeah, you know, we're not going to broadcast this year though. Yeah. I know you guys committed to meaningful reform, but yeah, change of this magnitude takes a lot of time and work and uh, you guys need time to do it right. So we're just not going to, we're not going to air it. Hopefully, hopefully, you know what, uh, we can, you guys will have it all straightened out. We'll be able to broadcast the show in next year. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no problem. I mean, just, you know what, just say what you like, put it up on your website and put out a press release be done with it they all like to show themselves they all want to be a part of it so okay apparently now they've appointed i think we talked about this too before when they appointed a diversity officer and they have added 21 new members including six black journalists and they have people of color on the board of directors now I mean, what What more can they do? <laughs> a lot more, Jeff. They just, the changes of this magnitude can't just happen. Well, it did. They did. I mean, they kowtowed quite a bit. Holy cow. 
They've got 21 new members, including six black journalists. They've added a diversity officer, which is most important. You can't have a you can't have a, a big company or a big show or a big event anymore without a diversity officer. That's a good gig. If you can get become a diversity officer, man, that is a good gig. And they've got and they've got people of color. That's what they the way they worded it on the board of directors. So get this thing on TV, even if nobody's. <laughs> <laughs> even if nobody's there just uh you know broadcast the tumbleweeds coming down the red carpet <laughs> so i guess they're gonna have people there uh to announce the award so maybe they'll maybe it'll be on their website if i'm if i'm golden globes just put it up on their website stream it on your own site tell them all to get bent that's not a bad idea. And you've got access to to all these great actors and actresses and, and cameramen and grips. Let them come in and just do the show for you on your website. Promote it yourself. By the way, you're welcome. I mean, whatever deal you have with the networks, if they've decided, if they're the ones that have opted out of the broadcast, then screw them. Do it yourself. You know what? Call me. I'll produce it for you. All right? Just call me here at Chewing the Fat or email me, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. Or you know what? You can direct message me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Uh, you can message me on Getter at JeffyJFR. Maybe Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. Maybe Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. One of those. Uh, you can message me on my YouTube channel, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Uh, and let me know. And, uh, you know, I'll put this thing together. We'll produce it for you. No problem. I, you know, again, I don't know how many times I have to say it, Golden Globes. You're welcome. We also have a uh, COVID, a CTF COVID FYI. Uh, I like the a CTF COVID FYI from CDC. All these little CTF FYI CDC. The Center for Disease Control is updating their recommendation for when many people can receive a booster shot. Isn't that great? Yes, I know you were concerned. So they're going to shorten the interval from six months to five months for people who received the Pfizer vaccine. So if you got the Pfizer, you could now get a booster five months from the last Pfizer shot, right? So that's great. Now, the booster interval recommendations for people who received the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, two months. <laughs> wow. So if you got J&J, the one, sh- one and done, yeah, no, you're not one and done. Uh, you can go ahead and get that booster two months after the first, wow. And now the Moderna still has six months. That has not changed. So if you got the Moderna after the second shot, you can you, 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 they advise you you can get the booster after six months. Wow. So they're also, uh, they also announced yesterday for those of you listening live today, uh, one, six, 2022. Oh my gosh. That's right. Today. One, six, the day democracy almost died in 2021. We'll talk a little bit about that. Not much though. I can't, I can't do too much of it. Anyway, they talked yesterday about uh, recommending that moderately or severely immune-compromised uh, 5- to 11-year-olds 
receive an additional primary dose of vaccine 28 days after their second shot. What? So if you're immunocompromised between 5 and 11-year-old and you received the primary dose, now you can get receive an additional primary dose of vaccine 28 days after their second shot. So they're not even calling it a booster. You can just get an additional. And we'll throw in another one. (laughs) Buy two, get one free in 28 days. That's nice of them. That's good. This has been a CTF COVID FYI from the CDC. And if you're looking to travel, uh, you might as well hop in a car and drive. And that might not do very good either. They've canceled almost the same amount of flights the last few days. And they're canceling thousands of flights every day now. And they've canceled thousands of flights now for 11 straight days. I mean, why don't we just cancel those flights? Just say those flights don't exist anymore, right? I mean, come on now. So, I mean, they're blaming nasty weather and staff shortages due to Omicron. So I don't know if it's Omicron, if it's Flurona, if it's Flumicron, if it's just COVID-19 across the board, but flights are being canceled left and right. So if you're planning on going somewhere, I don't know that I would think about those plans being followed through on because I don't know if they're going to happen. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Not only is today... 1-6-2022, one, 1-6, six, the day democracy almost died in 2021. We've got, uh, I mean, huge struggles in Kazakhstan, I want to say Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan. Why can't I pronounce their stupid name? Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan, for those of you listening to Chewing the Fat in Kazakhstan, I apologize. I know it's Kazakhstan. It's me that has an issue every time I see the word. I want to pronounce it wrong. It's Kazakhstan. I get it. But the government has resigned after demonstrators have set fires, tried to storm the government buildings in protest to rising fuel prices and the uh, country's autocratic regime. I mean, security forces have struggled to impose control. If you look at some of the footage that's coming out of there, it's amazing. And we're looking at Russian paratroopers coming in now. Uh, There are troops on the streets. Dozens of people have been killed. It's not pretty. So say some prayers for some people in Kazakhstan. And if you're listening to Chewing the Fat in Kazakhstan, Someday I'll learn how to pronounce it right, I promise. But remember that today is 
1-6. And you know what happened in 2021 on 1-6? It was the day democracy almost died. So officials yesterday, I think, it, was, it wasn't very long ago, just listed their recommendations for enhanced security since January 6th. Are you kidding me? What are you talking about? You've already, you've just now come to conclusions. I mean, they're saying we're short 447 officers. Well, I mean, what have you been doing the last year? We've been looking at thousands of hours of footage. I'd like to see all that footage, by the way. I know more and more footage is being released. I'm hoping to, uh, you know, see it all. That would be great. More than 700 people face charges linked to activities from the day. Uh, majority relate to disorderly conduct and unlawful violent entry of a restricted building. Six have pleaded guilty to assaulting police officers. And the longest sentence handed out to date is 63 months. So there's still, uh, you know, there's still a lot going on behind the scenes. President Biden spoke today, uh, delivered his remarks. Wow, was that good? I mean, poof. It was great. And uh, I know Trump had scheduled a news conference. He's not doing that. He's got a big rally in Arizona next week. Uh, McConnell and the rest of these dingleberries, his you know, delegation is going to uh, a, a funeral of uh, Johnny Isaacson's. I think that's down in Georgia. Uh, we still don't know. Um, the identity of the suspect believed to have placed pipe bombs at the headquarters of the Democratic and Republican National Committee. Uh, they were placed there the night of January 5th. I mean, none of them went off. But, uh, you know, okay. So I know that it's a, you know, war on terror uh, against, uh, you know, against the people that were there. I get it. I saw, I listened to an interview, not saw, I listened to an interview with, uh, Julie Kelly who authored, um, uh, uh, what the heck is the name of her silly book? January 6th, how Democrats use the Capitol protest to launch a war on terror against the political right. Now, I listened to her interview on Mark Levin yesterday. Some amazing information from her and this book. I, I almost want to read it. <laughs> That's my review of the interview that she gave to Mark Levin. If you have an opportunity to go back and listen to Julie Kelly on his show, uh, his radio program last night, uh, well worth it. It was some fascinating information. And, 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 and how good was it, Jeff? It was so good, I almost want to read the book. So, I mean, I know. I know. The One of the things that really ticks me off, though, is that, that we continually get bombarded with, it was the first major attack on the Capitol since 1814. Yeah, there were a few others in there, especially, uh, you know, in 1954, when we had a shooting by four Puerto Rican nationalists who sought to promote the cause of Puerto Rico's independence from U.S. rule. Uh, just one of the, just that though. Don't worry about it. Just you know, the actual shooting, just that. So, you know, whatever. And it's very frustrating to me. I, 
I won't get into it too much. I, I promise. Although I've probably talked more than I wanted to talk about it really because I can't take, you know, if, if you actually were going up against police officers, then, you know, that's a problem and you shouldn't have been doing it. But I feel like there were a number of things instigated that, you know, people should have known better and shouldn't have done it. And I saw, I've seen some footage that is really bad, but to keep continually, continually driving that this was, uh, uh, you know, we almost lost democracy. I, I just, I don't, sorry, no. No, we didn't. And by the way, uh, just on behalf of uh, Pat Gray, who uh, you know was the host of Pat Gray Unleashed on the uh, Blaze Radio and Television Network, we're not a democracy. There, I got that off my chest for you. And the Select Committee. The Democrat-led House Select Committee still investigating the events. You know, they're looking to talk to Sean Hannity. They want to drag Donald Trump in there. They want to drag everybody in there. Actually, anybody, if you are watching television, if you watched any of the horrific, horrific siege on 1-6, the day democracy almost died, we want to interview you and find out where you're at. I mean, it's amazing. And, and the, you know, the, the, the picture that they released for the pipe bomber that they want information on who it is, you can't really, it's a grainy picture. I mean, there's thousands of hours of footage and that's all we have on this guy. Okay. All right. All right. No problem. I got you. I got you. Let's, I would just like to have it wrapped up and, uh, you know, I would like to, you know, do I believe that some of these people who did bad things on that day deserve to be in jail? You betcha. They deserve to do their time. Do I believe they need to be in jail for a year without any opportunity to go before a judge or have bail when we're letting criminals walk the streets of other cities? No, no, I do not. But hey, that's just me. I know it's just me. I got it. All right, that's enough. I can't, I don't want to get into it anymore because I'll get upset. You'll get upset. It won't be chewing the fat. And we'll just, we'll both, we could be upset together, but I don't really want to be upset together today. I still just want to be together. Okay. Speaking of being together, uh, I see where women who have more sex have better developed brains. That's what a new study says. Uh, you know me, I'm a big believer in studies. So apparently there's evidence that women have sex on their brain just as much, if not more, than their male counterparts. That's according to this new study. Now, scientific researchers have identified the brain region linked to genital touch in women, finding that it's better developed in those who frequently get steamy between the sheets. That's what the article says. (laughs) Now, what I love about this is they, they studied 20 females, 20, you get 20. I mean, that seems like, uh, we could get more people for the study. You know, I know I'm not a scientist though. And so according to this study with 20 adult females, which was published 
in the Journal of Neuroscience, and I, I haven't received my latest Journal of Neuroscience. I'm a little disappointed that it hasn't come in the mailbox. Uh, the female volunteers between the ages of 18 and 45 were stimulated and their brains were scanned while being stimulated. And they, for stimulation, it goes into how they were stimulated. I think you can get the picture. <laughs> but a small round object was used. I, you know, I'm just letting you know, okay? And that object was used and turned on eight times for 10 seconds each time interspersed with 10 seconds of rest. Now they, <laughs> you want to volunteer for that? Sure. Yeah. Count me in. <laughs> so, I mean, that's good, right? I mean, women, uh, you know, have better developed brains. And those of you listening to the show who are females are like, yes, true. And the males are like, Okay, that's fine. I don't think anyone is against that. I'm not, I just want to say, I just want to go out on a limb here. Pretty sure no one is against that. But then I see a story that talks about celebrity-obsessed people being less intelligent. This is another study. So new research <laughs> from BMC Psychology has claimed that there's a direct association between celebrity worship and poorer performance on cognitive tests, both measuring literacy and numeracy. Now, the study, this study has 1,763 people in it. Now, they're Hungarian adults. I don't know what that, I don't know what that means. I'm just saying that's what the study says. Uh, they're Hungarian adults. Celebrity Attitude Scale Questionnaire. Oh, I'd like to see that questionnaire. We've got to find that questionnaire. We may break that questionnaire down on Chewing the Fat, the Celebrity Attitude Scale. Now, my question is, though, is it a wash if I'm a woman that has more sex and my, you know, I have a better developed brain and then I, you know, failed your Celebrity Attitude Scale so now I'm dumb. So is it a wash? Can I have a bunch of sex and still like celebrities and then I'm just not dumb? Okay. I don't know if they studied that or not. I, I'm asking. Maybe, you know, they didn't call me or anything. They didn't let me know. I know that researchers claim in the celebrity attitude scale test. We've got to find this celebrity attitude scale uh we researchers claim that they were unable to determine whether celebrity obsessives uh, perform poorly on cognitive tests because they used their brain power thinking about a-listers or whether they were fixated on hollywood gossip because they were already dumb i mean they say less intelligent i say dumb so if you're already dumb then why you know why not i just might as well worship the a-listers now, but if but we don't know that if worshiping the A-listers makes you dumb or you're just worshiping them because you're dumb. But I want to know, is it a wash if I'm a woman that has a bunch of sex and I am obsessed with celebrities? So now I've got more brain power, but I'm making myself dumber being celebrity obsessed. 
It's a wash. That's my new study, the CTF study. It's a wash. Okay, I have the celebrity attitude scale. The purpose of the scale is to identify your views about famous persons. The responses you give are confidential. There are no right or wrong answers, so answer openly, thoughtfully as you can. For purposes of the survey, we're defining the term celebrity as a famous living person or one who died during your lifetime that you greatly admire. And they ask you to write down your favorite celebrity. And then they ask you to let them know what the celebrity is famous for in case you think that your, your famous celebrity is unknown to others. And then they ask you to describe, uh, you know, use the scale to answer these questions. And the scale is strongly agree, agree, uncertain or neutral, disagree, strongly disagree, one through five. And five is strongly agree. And then you, they have 34 questions on this survey, and then you're to score uh, by adding up the points on how you answer it. If you, if I were, and I'm, I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to have to, I'll take this. I mean, we could be here forever if I, <laughs> I mean, if I do chewing the fat and take this survey right now, we're going to be here until tomorrow. And those of you listening might say, yeah, that's a good thing. But it's not really. And you've got stuff to do with your family. So I'm going to give you the questions. And then I'm going to take this test. And uh, we'll take it again tomorrow quickly. I'll give you the questions. So you can take them yourself real quick. Okay. And uh, then we'll follow along. I'll give you how I did tomorrow. Okay. I'll I'll give you how I did tomorrow. All right. If uh, I were to meet my favorite celebrity in person, he or she would already somehow know that I am his or her biggest fan. One of the main reasons I maintain an interest in my favorite celebrity is that doing so gives me a temporary escape from life's problems. My favorite celebrity is practically perfect in every way. I share with my favorite celebrity a special bond that cannot be described in words. You know my favorite celebrity is to love him or her to know my favorite celebrity is to love him or her got it when something bad happens to my favorite celebrity i feel like it happened to me when my favorite celebrity fails to lose fails or loses at something i feel like a failure myself the successes of my favorite celebrity are my successes too i consider my favorite celebrity to be my soulmate my favorite celebrity dies or died, I will feel or felt like dying too. Uh, if someone, I, I think I was going to go ahead and answer that one here. I strongly disagree. Uh, although, uh, you know, if they succeed, I'm happy for them. I know I'm not answering these questions. Hold on. We got to keep going. <laughs> With the celebrity attitude scale. All right. So. Where were we? Uh, if someone gave me several thousand dollars to do with as I please, I would consider spending it on a personal possession like a napkin or paper plate once used by my favorite celebrity. When something good happens to my favorite celebrity, I feel like it happened to me. I'm obsessed by details of my favorite celebrity's life. 
I have pictures and or souvenirs of my favorite celebrity, which I always keep in exactly the same place. I love to talk with others who admire my favorite celebrity. Keeping up with news about my favorite celebrity is an entertaining pastime. It is enjoyable just to be with others who like my favorite celebrity. I enjoy watching, reading, or listening to my favorite celebrity because it means a good time. Learning the life story of my favorite celebrity is a lot of fun. I like watching and hearing about my favorite celebrity when I'm with a large group of people. My friends and I like to discuss my favorite celebrity as... <laughs> I would gladly die in order to save my favorite celebrity. Ooh, I can answer that one. If I were lucky enough to meet my favorite celebrity, he or she asked me to do something illegal... As a favor, I would probably do it. If I walked through the door of my favorite celebrity's home without an invitation, she or he would be happy to see me. <laughs> okay, all right. I have frequent thoughts about my celebrity, even when I don't want to. I often feel compelled to learn the personal habits of my favorite celebrity. My favorite celebrity would immediately come to my rescue if I needed help. Uh-huh. My favorite celebrity and I have our own code so we can communicate with each other secretly, such as over the TV or special words on the radio. I I mean I I can I I you know I and I see the way some of them look at me. If my favorite celebrity was accused of committing a crime, that <laughs> accusation would have to be false. Oh, if my favorite celebrity endorsed a legal but possibly unsafe drug designed to make someone feel good, I would try it. <laughs> News about my celebrity is a pleasant break from a harsh world. If my favorite celebrity found me sitting in his or her car, he or she would be upset. What? If... It would be great if my favorite celebrity and I were locked in a room for a few days. Ooh, I may have to change my who my favorite celebrity is. If my favorite celebrity saw me in a restaurant, he or she would ask me to sit down and talk. <laughs> so then you add up your answers. And if you get, uh, let's see, the, the rating is intense personal, personal entertainment, social, borderline path pathological the rest of the items can be considered as filler items oh okay i see one plus eight plus 11 plus two plus 33 oh okay so you they take the different answers to different questions and total them up and those give you your your whether you're intense personal entertainment social or borderline pathological <laughs> <laughs> that's all i want to do that's it i just want to, i'm going to take this test and then i'll give you where i'm at we'll add them up we'll add the different numbers up and see where we're at so one plus eight plus eleven plus two plus 33 plus 18 plus 24 plus 12 plus 14 plus 16 plus 28 plus six plus three okay all right i see what uh, i see what you're doing there I, I feel like I'm going to end up in the pathological uh, arena, though. Four plus 22. All right, so 
Four plus one. I share with my favorite celebrity a special bond that cannot be described in words. Plus 20. Oh, let's see where I'm at for pathological. Yeah, four plus 22. Okay, so I spare the, I have the special bond. 22, uh, I would gladly die in order to save the life of my favorite celebrity. Plus 25, uh, I have frequent thoughts about my celebrity even when I don't want to. Plus 15, I love to talk with others who admire my favorite celebrity. Plus 20, I like watching and hearing about my favorite celebrity when I'm with a large group of people. Plus seven, which is when my favorite celebrity fails or loses something, I feel like a failure myself. And you add those up. Now, it doesn't tell me, if you add those up, what it means, I guess, if those are all, you know, strongly agree, then you end up being borderline pathological. Yeah, that makes sense. Because if you strongly agree with those, uh, <laughs> you, you may need a little help. And so the celebrity attitude scale may come in handy. <laughs> All right. So I'll take it and I'll figure it out, but I have a feeling I'm going to end up with the, well, you know, which one I'm going to end up as. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.